Hi, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Delighted on this episode to be talking with comics creator Liana Kangas. Liana, thank you for jumping in. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. This My is, pleasure. Uh, looking forward to it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I, I've been looking forward to this as well. Enjoy several of the books that you've worked on. Uh, I do have the titles here um, just as reference because it's been a long teaching day, but Know Your Station is is currently an ongoing one. I also really enjoy your work with Joe Corrala. Um, she Said Destroy being one of my favorites. Um, True Cult, also very recent. Uh, and then Black's Myth. I have to say that is two words there, um, <laughs> as, as well as a variety of of other titles that we'll we'll get to. I'm sure as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I, I appreciate the range of what you're doing. And by means of a first question, I'm curious about what initially drew you to the medium. Oh, um, I'm definitely a comics collector at heart. Prior to pursuing this as a career. So I would say probably, I mean, in my early teens, I was reading a lot of comics and manga. Um, I think one of my best friends from high school was passing around like a set of, I think it was Inuyasha books. Uh -huh. And uh, we had all like started talking about it. And prior to that, like I had a couple floppies from like, you know, DC stuff that I kind of held on to. But I always go back to um, like the grocery store checkout line with the Archie Digests. That was always yeah. something that I like that immediately drew my eye and like the Sunday papers for funnies. And so I think that just kind of accumulated in terms of getting access to types of storytelling like that. Um, mm -hmm in comics as a medium in general and how many different formats there are. And I just kind of stuck with it. Uh, I think being a pretty big nerd resulted in I, my current hobbies, which is like collecting comics uh, mm -hmm. as well as drawing them because storytelling is like such a, is it's a thing that I, keep coming back to and like wanting to do. So I'm glad yeah. that it's a career that I can pursue, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And uh, I just have great admiration for the kids in my classes that are creating manga, exploring manga, exploring all the things that are out there. And I also love what you said there about sort of the range of what's possible in comics mm -hmm. and just the sheer number of storytelling possibilities Absolutely. on the reading and writing side. And like different things that you can get from different places too. Like a lot of my access came from Barnes and Noble or this local comic shop that I had, as well as like prior to that, it was really only like newspapers and, mm -hmm. or like magazines and things like that. So um, it's nice that as you go on, you find more access to it and like continue to dive further into that world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll also say um, leading into the next sort of area here you you create broadly across the medium and so um there, there's certainly the archie side and and those things but you've created uh a really nice breadth of material so i'm curious about and, and sometimes outside of what even a person that's not as familiar with comics might expect from comics so i'm curious about what draws you to particular stories or projects i think it's uh, I typically choose projects 
based off of genres and stories that I would want to read myself. Mm -hmm. So like for New Year's Station, I'm a really big sci-fi nerd and I'm also a very big horror person. And I really like the, um, the dichotomy of that as a delivery of a story. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think it's like based off of my interest for film and TV translate over to what projects I want to work on in comics most of the time. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I, I was going to circle back around to know your station because it's also one of my favorites. And I love that mingling of science fiction, horror, kind of murder, mystery kind of the the atmospheric kind of uh approach that that book takes as well as um your work on she said destroy and um so i'm curious those those are two favorites of mine but i'm always conscious when i mention titles that uh you you might also have sort of mile markers and favorites uh among what you've worked on so curious about any other titles that you might mention oh wow um I've been having a lot of fun working on Star Trek covers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an IP that is Paramount is really cool. My editor is really awesome in terms of I get to play in that world and do a lot of research. And so I get to ingest a lot of content mm-hmm. and apply that in my own lens uh, for a lot of illustration, which is really cool. And I also get to enjoy like other people's storytelling work on that. So it because I only do the covers and um, a lot of storytelling that I have done that's in the sci-fi realm sort of ranges anywhere from like 2000 AD to um, to vault to these covers to New York station. And it's, I mean, I'm sure it'll continue to like be in a lot more of my work in the future for sure. Yeah uh sci-fi is just a go-to for me so yeah i resonate Same with here. <laughs> <laughs> definitely um is there a particular through line or message that you would want to share if i'm a young comics creator out there um that's listening and thinks one day one day i want to be in this spot um creating these cool things uh inspired by the metallica poster as well um and the ambiance <laughs> i love yeah. the juxtaposition of teddy bear metallica uh, i love it <laughs> yeah i have a lot going on here this is actually like a pretty well-versed like rounding out of all of my interests which is fun um it. so i would say um start now because I wish there's no clear path in like pursuing comics as a career. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish that I had more knowledge prior to start pursuing this earlier in my career. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't really know where to start. And I actually didn't really know that this was like a career that you could do. Um, And so I was lucky that a lot of my peers on Twitter at the time were accessible and I could kind of grow and learn from things that they did. Mm-hmm. But I think number one, just start drawing comics for yourself because, or creating or writing comics for yourself. And even if you're not an artist, still try to draw them because like you get better at your craft, the more jobs and roles that you create in comics. Mm-hmm. Um And two, uh, there's a lot of really cool resources that are free, like 
a YouTube series or like domestica classes and things like that for sequential storytelling that you don't necessarily like have to go to university for. And no. university is good in, is in its own way. But uh, I think if someone really wanted to start seeing if they wanted to work in comics or adjacent industries like video games or animation or anything like that, um, it's good to just kind of create work that will eventually develop like a portfolio or like a body of work that you connect to and not necessarily that you want to be marketable because I think you yourself are so unique that it is marketable in a way and you will have a community and fans that will enjoy your work. So I think keeping that in mind and being authentic to yourself and like authentic to the work you wanna make is a great first start and to do it early on and not wait until someone tells you to do it. Yeah, yeah. And I, being someone that's worked at the university level, I appreciate what you said there because I feel like a lot of universities um, and, and sort of that whole system, there's a real prioritization put on certain kinds of authoring, creating or knowledge. And I, I love the access that is available now. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I think universities could absolutely do better in um, sort of tailoring themselves to to a variety of life plans, if that makes sense. I agree. And I also think that um, a lot of art schools don't necessarily offer the skill sets and the tools to per continue to pursue art as a career outside of the university. Mm -hmm. So I think I had to learn with trial by fire essentially which was like figuring out how to ask for jobs how to put myself out there and you know a lot of folks will uh, used to be able to just go to a convention with your portfolio and talk to an editor freely but now that's not always the case and so you really have to devise of multiple different ways and paths to try to get work whether it be like finding an agent or putting your work out there and people reaching out to you or, you know, so I am always of the opinion that whichever way that you can put your art there, uh, out there without having to pay a lot of money to do that, mm -hmm. um, the better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. Uh, thanks for taking that side path with me uh, yeah. as well. <laughs> that wasn't officially on the list, but uh, it's <laughs> a great message for sure. Um, so by means of a, a final official question, and then we can touch on anything we might have missed that you want to make sure to add. I know that sometimes when um, questions come about future projects, there are NDAs and, and things of that nature. But just curious if there are um, general directions, creative directions you'd like to talk about, as well as any spaces where readers can connect with you and kind of follow along and see what you're doing. Yeah, Um I think for the first bit, um, my, and I, please tell me if like my response is like not exactly what you're asking for, but I, my goal in my career is to um, continue to try to aim for working with people that I respect and that I like, think they have incredible ideas and like that I work mm -hmm. really well with and that I can communicate well with. And it's like 
such a treat to be with in a collaborative, like, uh, you know, group with all these really amazing people on working on direct market or book market like comics. Mm-hmm. And whether that be creator owned or licensed IP, I'm happy with either because I really think both sides of the coin are um, really fun in their own way. I currently right now I'm working on um, my own personal work uh, with another collaborator I've worked with before. So I always like um, working on that. I actually like, remember this thing that Greg Pak told me once where it was like, he works on something licensed and then he does something for himself afterwards to like sandwich it in. And I always remember that. And I thought that that was such good advice because you don't want to burn yourself out on making work for everyone, someone else all the Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if you have a really good way to balance it, it's um, I think it's very fulfilling. Yeah. um, That's a great answer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think the ways that people can find or support me, I I'm, I really want to focus on my Patreon this year, um, just to connect more authentically with people. Uh, so like I write like newsletters and I do updates with like photos and um, I show the entire process of like my pieces and stuff like that. And especially because our social media landscape is slightly crumbling, I thought that that would be a really good opportunity to like do that and also work on personal work that I can like send to people as well. Like mm-hmm. some of the tiers are mail. So I will send like a print and stickers and stuff. Um, and you can also find me um, on my website, which is uh, com, And you can, I think my Instagram is still running. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I should be on most social media platforms, but you know, give me leeway when there's, when there's a lot going on. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, you have to be selective with those things by all means. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, a final comment from me would be that if a listener is out there and they're thinking, "Ah, I don't know about comics. I don't know if comics are for me. uh, I would definitely recommend checking out, something that you've worked on, anything that you've worked on, know your station, true call, whatever it happens to be. Um, because, uh, I think you do a really impressive range of work, uh, that speaks for the medium in itself. Um, so I would just say that and anything that we've missed in the talk that you want to make sure to share before we close. Um, that was very kind of you to say, I true. have had for like a dream of mine in comics to make comics be accessible to not a collector and Mm -hmm. to someone who could just pick it up off the shelf and find it interesting so that means so much that you said that thank you so much um and if i can impart with any information it's that uh comics are so fun and if just because like if you don't find one book that works for you i promise there's another book out there that is for you so absolutely Well, Liana, thank you so much for your time. Glad to share about your work and glad to have you back anytime. Yeah, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Great to meet you too.